Hi, Jane. How are you? <laughs> I found out that Jane, Jane surprised me today. Go on, tell us why. I thought I knew Jane. I've known Jane for a long time. And she says, I did a workout. And I was like, not that I wasn't surprised at her doing the workout. Oh, right, yeah. But she shows me that she did a dance workout to One Direction. Yeah, I stand by that. I absolutely would always stand by that. And that sounds like it's right up my street. But I never saw you as a dance workout One Direction I'll gal. I tell you, I tell you. I wanted something different. And, I understand that. Uh, one of the girls I work with recommended this One Direction dance workout. And um, by this, it's like a YouTube channel called Mad Fit. And she does like Beyonce one. Basically... 15 minutes yeah it's super intense you don't stop moving the whole time but you're just dancing brilliant and i actually i was sweating i love dance workouts i've I've never really done one well jane the whole world is your oyster now and i never also i wasn't good like i couldn't keep the rhythm like i just but i was just flapping flapping about and had a great time i used to do back in the day when the gyms were open all the crack i used to step aerobics class which was like uh, sorry I'm burping too we're drinking beer so yeah um, I so it was a step and it was great crack it was real 80s vibes so what you'd actually step up on yeah, the yeah but things. it was really hard because the instructor was going like 90 and it's really you had to rethink you had to remember the whole routine oh yeah no that's a lot but uh, my fave I mentioned her before Maeve Madden now she has a paid for subscription now so I haven't paid for that so she's starting to do less on her Instagram but her dance work fair play to her her dance work, yeah, for Petra, she built it up during lockdown. Very clever. And then she then, you know... But she didn't get you. You're too smart for... Well, she just has so much content on her Instagram. But I, I'm thinking about it. Okay. Uh, but she's fucking brilliant. Thinking about it won't pay the bills. <laughs> Poor hell, Maeve. I'm like, it's so funny how scabby you get when it comes to something like that, though. I know. Like, you're like, 20 euro a month for workouts now. When, I know. Like, Meanwhile, I spent like eight quid on a jar of peanut butter today. <laughs> <laughs> you did two. Two jars. Two jars, yeah. yeah I'm like, well, like... It was actually euro. 13 quid. <laughs> 20 euro for like a, a whole month of like great workouts you really enjoy. Like, it's actually a bargain. Like, what's my problem? I don't know. Look, watch this space. Imagine paying five euro to be a patron of a podcast. I know. <laughs> Well, now you can. Now you can. No, we do. We do very nice uh, patron episodes. Yeah, yeah. we do. It's so. called Shy Talk. And actually, we're told there's some some of them that are better than our main channel one. We always say that. But not to say that like we're keeping the good content for our patron. I mean, it's both good content, but it's just a different vibe. A bit more open. A we're a bit vibe. more loose. It's good. Give it's it a good. check out. Link in our Instagram bio. Um... My mind is a bit blurry now because we just were literally sitting down to record and I got a notification to say yeah. there's a ban on household visits. Literally this second. Now this episode won't be out till Monday so it'll be old hat. In fact, old there'll probably hat. be a whole new set of restrictions in by then. Uh, but we literally just got that announcement. So we're in each other's house. So does this mean we're not allowed to be, do this in person? I guess so. Oh for fuck's sake. I don't know. So oh. like, there's a part of me that's like oh but sure look. I know well, and we don't condone that attitude everybody no and we don't and I'm just being a complete realist here that like you know we've been trying really really hard and you know we're definitely the converted but even the converted oh, totally. are starting to wane a bit so I can only imagine people who never really gave a shit or kind of was only half in <laughs> yeah. must be feeling now but I remember like James was telling me like we had the highest number of cases ever today and I was just like but like you look around and everything seems like everyone like no one seems to give a shit anymore but it's yeah no it's uh it's a scary time it's a scary time and i'm not gonna i don't feel as scared isn't that mental i'm not gonna sit on my soapbox and start telling people to stay indoors and blah blah, blah. well no i am but i think we need a group pep talk here that we all need to cop on a little bit and start actually thinking before we do things because i think we're all a bit guilty of letting the rules slide a bit I haven't broken the rules in the last few weeks, have I? No, but you literally just said walking around, no one gives a shit. No, but I've noticed, like, I don't feel like people, I don't feel like there's a scared atmosphere. Are you still washing your hands for 20 seconds? Yeah, I wash my hands, but definitely not for 20 seconds, but I still wash them. Every time I bring Frankie down to go to the toilet, four times a day, because I touch the handle on my apartment, I wash, but definitely nowhere near as like the 20 and yeah, the, yeah. this no, and No, that's the, what I meant. No, and it's been a month or two now that I've started... Yeah. I'd say it's 10 seconds at best. You know what I am getting much better at? What? Washing my mask. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, Andrea does it for me. I just hand wash them now. And actually, because my mom was like, yeah, I have to wash them every time. I'm like, I think that's ridiculous. I'm not washing it every time I go to the shop. However, I will wash it every two days. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like sometimes, yeah, it depends on the mask. But like I have one that I kind of just keep in my pocket. Oh my god, with the pocket mask, I keep losing them. Like which pocket is it? I know. In? And have you noticed the like influx of like floor masks, <laughs> ground masks? Yeah, like everywhere. everywhere, masks everywhere. Yeah, I had um, this very grim thought like one day. I saw a nice one on the ground. I was like. If I take it home and wash it Andrea said the same thing the other day and then I was like that's absolute would you ever wear that mask and be not freaked out though and I told her to do it that's what I mean by getting a bit loose I, my I, my mom said don't do it I was like, okay. no no of course not do it but then she said it's a child's mask <laughs> but anyway what I am saying is I for one I'm going to try and pull my socks up a little bit and not that I've been breaking the rules per se but I've definitely mentally gotten looser and I'm not as freaked as a, no not that I should be freaked but well what I mean no I totally know what you mean like let's even take us meeting for the podcast like a few months ago when the cases were probably much lower than they are now we'd come in and probably sa- I'd probably sanitize down yeah. everything yeah. and the equipment after Jane left and the door handles and all and I haven't done that in weeks yeah little things like that you just notice you're less a- I'm definitely less anal about certain things like I'm not um yeah. hand washing for 20 seconds I'm not sanitizing after you go and it's like, but but the numbers are way worse than they were. They're higher than ever. So what are we just less able to just give a shit? I well, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like in the beginning, Leo was very good at like galvanizing everyone, and you know, was all in it together and help everyone. It's for everyone's good. And now it's seven months on, and people are tired. Yeah, and people just want to go back to normal. I keep being like, "Oh, will I go like to sit outside a bar or whatever," and then I'm like, "Oh no, actually, do I, I like I I have been like, do I want to go somewhere like busy?" Yeah, and I probably just don't right now. But at the same time, oh god, I don't know. Sure, every like every every fucking outdoor seating area in Dublin is fully booked out for months by the looks of it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyway, look, we'll leave the COVID chat there. We'll leave the COVID because. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Well, almost. When, no. It's Halloween. For me, it's Halloween. Halloween this Halloween. This is Halloween month. Um, have you always loved Halloween? Yes. I, not that big of a fan. As an adult, I have to say, it's not really a, a holiday that yeah. gives me much. But as a child, I absolutely loved it. Do you know what the thing is about Halloween? Yeah. It's that nostalgia factor. Yeah. That's what Halloween brings me. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I don't know if I said it on the episode, but when I was a kid, like my mum was mad into Halloween and she like, we had a, like our playroom and she painted it all red. I remember my wow. dad went spare, she painted it all red and got a cauldron smoke machine and like had a tape with sound effects and she dressed up as a witch and like invited wow. all the kids in. She went all out all and out. we would spa- spend weeks like making decorations. Like it was the whole month of October. So when I, now as an adult... I think of like or like I'd sit down I'd be like five and I'd sit down and watch Hocus Pocus and like I do it every year when I watch Hocus yeah. Pocus now it just brings it all back yeah yeah so it's, yeah it is just a nostalgia thing like even I probably have more memories of Halloween as a child than like Christmas obviously Christmas is amazing and huge as well but I just have so many vivid memories of Halloween yeah the decorations yeah the games and in school you know in school you like learn the irish yeah. like yeah. culture and yeah. like things like you Even learn the boring the... brack the boring brack i yeah. i um i wanted to make a brack this year yeah put a ring in it oh <laughs> sorry i didn't mean that kind of thing what um <laughs> no yeah put a ring in it i know but i thought you meant like put a ring in it put a ring on it okay on it i know <laughs> it. i was playing on words <laughs> no so i was thinking about it uh but I don't really know how to make a bracket on my arsed. But we have our decorations up now. Well, I went out and bought some decorations the other day. Um, I always have like my list of movies that I want to watch. Yeah. Like I just love it. One year I remember at Halloween, um, it was my favourite decoration. It was the, you know, you buy the webs, obviously the spider webs. That go everywhere. Everywhere. And we literally, I don't know how my mom let me. She, I think we're, she was letting us have friends over to play Halloween games that, that night. And I, it was literally the entire ceiling of our bottom floor of our old house. Cool. And you put the spiders in and I just loved it. I just, it's so etched in memory. Then we did stupid bobbing for apples, which is disgusting. I, well, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't get away with bobbing it's for apples. So, I always found a gross all the space. 
No, I loved it. I loved Bob Frapples. I am... Um, Even the stupid monkey nuts were so exciting. <laughs> like, everything about it. No, I remember you'd be really annoyed when you'd come home and there'd be a soggy apple in the bottom of your sweets. And you're like, what oh, prick gave me an, a- apple. Oh, an oh. apple? Or a mandarin. Oh, awful. I remember... Like what I think about when I think of Halloween is like the smell of like silly string and like um, yeah. hairspray. Remember you'd go down <gasps> to occasions. Oh my god! Do you remember occasions and Bray? Yeah. And you'd go down, you'd get your fake teeth and for your <laughs> fake teeth, <laughs> your fangs, as in like your fangs, and you'd buy all your bits, your face paint, and you'd be thinking about it for weeks. Yeah, like weeks what you dress up as. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the, like the pink hairspray, the witch's hat, yeah, the yeah. witch's finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the, the, the green warty fingers. You'd and get. you'd go into school dressed up, so like it'd be a yeah. big deal. And then when we got to like our teenage years, we started having Halloween parties. And I still very much, I still very much dressed up right till I was about 25, 26. You did. Um, I stopped. Yeah, whenever like our parties stopped, I stopped. But my yeah. my my Halloween costumes were shite like in the yeah, last years. Row wore a leopard print that like cat suit for about six years I pull that out every year every I got time it in a charity shop now I was happy a few years I dressed as a, a, a dead girl on a communion oh you did yeah because I had this white dress and a veil and that was quite freaky I loved zombie but like I mean no I was shy in my recent years you dressed up as a Power Ranger once oh I did dress yeah. up as a Power Ranger yeah can I say my claim to fame yeah I was probably about 24 um I spent ages making a costume because I'd spend a good six weeks making a costume. I just love it. I love making shit. Um, I dressed up as, I don't know if anyone has played the game Red Dead Redemption and there's mm-hmm. a spin-off called Undead Nightmare where John Marston is a zombie and I dressed up as zombie John, John Marston and uh, Rockstar Games who make Red Dead Redemption posted my picture because I just hashtagged it and I posted it on their Instagram and it got like 26,000 likes I remember this I didn't have a fucking clue who you were dressed up as though I had all <laughs> prosthetics and everything and but it was deadly that's your favourite Halloween costume no I dressed up as Thor once and that was pretty oh, yeah. fun and um no actually do you remember I dressed up as a Power Ranger and I made a helmet was that the year I dressed up as a Power Ranger no it was years later but I made a helmet out of like oh it's brilliant bowls. yeah I still have that on top of my yeah. dresser at home I'll never throw it out um, I dressed up as a gold just all gold remember that gold cape and the gold hair and the gold suit kind of not really. whose house was that in we went it was definitely a party near Hazeldean that other house anyway oh Small Acre yeah. yeah sorry these are like session houses like where all our friends lived yeah but anyway most was just stupid zombie makeup yeah sometimes I just went stupid zombie makeup as a kid what was your favourite Halloween costume uh, I don't know I did a lot of Draculas I was uh, I loved Ghostface from Scream I loved how like when you when we were kids it was very there was like a, a few <laughs> there was a few characters dressed up as yeah that's it like, a witch a vampire uh, uh, Frankenstein Frankenstein I dressed up as a, a, a ghost, mummy once a mummy I love that like old school I dressed up as like a like a like a a crazy an serial angel. killer. I dressed up as an angel. angel. I get the oh, angel sap. wings. Ah, oh, Jesus, I was six. Sap. Me and uh, my friend Cloda, who listens <laughs> to the podcast. Hello, Cloda. She lived two days down from me. And we used to always go out trick or treating together. And uh, we, I remember one year in particular, we went out, uh, did the rounds, had all our sweets, and went back to my house, sat in my living room, and put on Most Haunted for hours. Like, and I think Cloda probably stayed in my house till like midnight which was like whoa and I should have two doors down like but I remember it was such a big deal like uh, Halloween and we just watched oh, Most Haunted Derek Akora but remember we did the oh yeah we did a a spin off <laughs> me and Ro did a parody will we share that for do we have it it's on my Facebook I just need to download it no it's on your Facebook right I'll download it you need to put it copy the link into Facebook downloader I tried to do it okay we, or make it public where were we Carlingford or somewhere Carlingford yeah and we saw a graveyard and we anyway we, there was an old castle and me and Ro jumped in and made our own version of Most Haunted it was actually very good it was very good you knew like, I don't really watch I never really watch Most Haunted <laughs> so I was just gonna follow in your lead to be honest I was just an orb there's an orb yeah there was an orb yeah um but yeah, Halloween's great. Absolutely. I mean, what is it going to be like this year though for the kiddos? Um, Andrea's going to make, now we don't even know if we're able to do it, but Andrea's going to make little ghosts out of um, surgical gloves. Cute. And you put sweets in them and yes. they look like little ghosts. I've seen them. To put them outside. So. so they don't have to touch anything. 
So they don't have to touch anything, but like really we get like two kids. I remember year. even getting that cool stuff that like where you'd make a gash. Not a gash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the like liquid latex and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Just the smell of it. I get the smell of it. And um the blood, I, the, the fake blood the even. Fake blood. I remember now this would have been early, early, um, until they got banned, but on the green in Ardmore where I grew up, there used to be a bonfire every year. Hmm. But it stopped probably when I was about seven. But I just have such memories of it. Yeah. Black cats. I remember bonfires are different now. Jesus, you wouldn't go bloody near one. Oh no, you wouldn't. Um, I remember my mum and dad would always take us into Moore Street to get the bangers and the fireworks yes. and all. And my auntie Julie would always have Halloween parties and ah, the best crack. So what are you going to do on Halloween night this year? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a Saturday night or something, isn't it? It's a Saturday night, but you can't go anywhere. Had it been normal times, I told myself next year I want to go out on Halloween, like. See yeah. who's around and find like a night, yeah, you know, and go to it like maybe mother oh God, or something. Sorry, imagine now, like now with everything we, that we've been through in the last few months, going on a big fuck off night out for Halloween. I know, G- getting dressed up, pre drinking in your costume, pre drinking. God, sorry, we would all it. be absolutely it. fucked though by so early. And do you know what? You I decided in my head that I wanted to do that last year. I was like, oh no, look, we're not old yet. Like, because why wouldn't? Why would it be unheard of? What? That you would go... We would go out? Yeah. Because, like, the past couple of years, like, we used to always have parties and then, like, Halloween would be, like, midweek and there wouldn't really yeah. be things, like... To be fair, I haven't, done Hall- I haven't done a Halloween night out in a long time. That's what I mean. So, Halloween hasn't been on a weekend in seven years. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Time, so, like, I guess the past couple of years, it would have been on a Wednesday and then... Yeah. You might go out for a drink at the weekend. We wouldn't go on a Halloween night out. No. We wouldn't go to Halloween club nights. No. Like, I haven't, as I said, I haven't dressed up in Yonks. Yeah, so I just... I'm devil. There'll be some no doubt virtual DJ set. Yeah, and you sit there in your costume, fucking on your toes. Oh, sitting there in your costume, all hot in your own apartment. Yeah. Oh, hot. Anyway, getting sad now. Getting sad. But it's Halloween, so with Halloween in mind, and kind of inspired by our episode of Shy Talk we did last week, where we kind of talked a little bit about Halloween, mm-hmm. and I completely forgot about this story, but I told my story of my Ouija board experience, uh, which if. Uh, you've not heard it you can come a patron and go listen to it but it got me thinking about other ghost stories mm-hmm. and I've got a couple of them and uh, we asked you guys for a couple of them and uh, we're going to tell them I feel like it's like are you afraid of the dark we should turn off the lights oh do turn off the lights Will I? yeah okay hold on come on turn off the lights I'm holding the room now me and Ro have a joke that I always hold the room when she goes off to do something Shut off all the lights now uh, do you have a candle? Yeah. Oh, it's actually completely dark now. I haven't decided if I'm going to edit this out or not, but anyway. I don't. Bring the candle over here, Ro. Okay. It's a lavender candle, not that scary. Gorge. If anyone, if you can't hear that, she's doing a lavender candle, not that scary. Oh, God, it's scary. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back with the candle. Oh, I actually feel a bit freaky now. Okay. Ghost stories. So where do we begin? I've got a tale. You've got a tale. We've also got a tale from a guest. Dave is going to come in and tell us a a ghost story also. I have none, which is gas because I am the biggest scaredy cat and believer. I'm terrified of everything. And yet nothing's ever happened to me, touch wood. Well, I like I get night. Also, I need to say I'm, a, I'm a, I get night terrors all the time. I wake up screaming. I, I, I've often ran down the hallway. Today. So this is going to be entertaining when Ro hears the story. No, but I like as in like we having to hold the room quite a lot with her running up and down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I get night terrors. I get really freaked, but it's mad that like I haven't had then any actual experiences. Uh, can I tell you a little one I have? Yeah, because only because I forgot to say it in the. <laughs> In the episode of Shy Talk the other day. So the place we were talking about where the nun's graveyard is. Yeah. So TDLR, no, TLDR, did a Ouija board in a nun's graveyard, basically. And one night we were down in that same place where the nun's graveyard is. And it's where we used to have sessions. So like you'd be 16, 17 and you'd be having loads of cans. And I remember I was really drunk 
<laughs> I was really drunk so. so but I swear to god I was I was I was quite drunk and I wandered away from the group to take a phone call I think someone called me uh-huh. and um I wa- wandered into the bushes and I was on the phone and then I hung up the phone and I was on the phone to someone and I could see a figure in the bushes but it was like a white figure and uh I thought it was our friend Maraid yeah and I was on the phone and I was like I don't know who I was on the phone to but I was like hold on I have to go there's someone here hold on and, and, and I hung up and I was like Maraid is that you and there was no answer and the person was just staring at me and I was like who the fuck is that who is it? like what the fuck and I was like oh I was like hello and the person was just standing there like next to the bushes like in a, in a like near a tree and I was like hello but like I wasn't even scared because I was drunk and then <laughs> and then I looked right at it and I was like what the fuck and then I just I don't know just ran away yeah do you believe in ghosts yeah 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 I find it funny the amount of people who believe in ghosts but don't believe in like mediums isn't that funny though you don't believe that like um, that you can communicate how can you communicate but then would believe in like seeing a ghost or would like love ghost stories isn't that mad yeah I do believe in ghosts like I don't know I'm open to anything (laughs) I'm up for anything I think there's there's a hell of a lot we don't know we don't know as I always say so mm-hmm. we used to think the world was flat maybe there will be a scientific explanation for ghosts in 500 years you know what I mean oh, there's definitely something else like if you actually just think about it logically look at all look at us we're alive the blood is pumping through our bodies we're here and then you die what happens to your energy the spirit everything like the, like I just don't believe it just fucking plonks there and disappears who knows? Do you know? I, I, like... I, don't, I don't believe it either. No. Um, so I have a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. As we all know, I used to live in a house in Dunleary um, for about five or six years. Ro, you lived there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. you there, remember, you lived there for about six Briefly, months. Briefly, yep. Yeah. And um, there was always, like, it's an old house. I'd say it's about 80 years old. Um, I think it's listed... Basically what happened was the owner, our landlord had bought it, wanted to knock it down and build terraced houses, but couldn't get planning permission because it was, I don't know if it was listed, but it was in some way protected. Yeah. Um, But uh, (coughs) yeah, so there was always something kind of off or funny about it. And and one of the girls I lived with, she'd be very much in tune with these things and she always kind of got an energy vibe. Yeah. Um, But whatever, didn't think much of it. Um, and then towards the end of us living there we got a knock on the door and it was basically a receiver basically saying you have to leave because the landlord doesn't actually own the house anymore and ever since that weird things started to happen in the house so for instance like one of my housemates a very good friend I don't I'm not going to say her name I should really stop like saying people's names mm. things. but like she woke up in the middle of the night and heard her name whispered in her ear and got freaked out <laughs> things like that um one time i um was in the house by myself and i was in my bedroom and right outside my bedroom door i heard a clatter like i mean like not just like something falling over but like a loud oh like an actual footprint no uh, it sounded like an entire bookshelf falling onto the ground and then being shook and smacked off the ground. Like oh it wasn't just a single God. noise. Or like someone was moving chairs or something. Yeah. Like dragging them across the floor, like very loud. And I got so freaked out that I locked my bedroom door and was like... <gasps> and then eventually I got up the courage to look outside my bedroom door and there was nothing. Nothing was out of place. Nothing. And it was... when I like It was, it was direct, a loud bang. Oh my God. It was gosh. directly outside my bedroom door. Yeah. Like directly. Like it was insane. And uh, you know that house, the walls were like paper thin. Yeah. Um, and then another time, a couple of weeks later, I was in the house by myself again and the same thing happened. And I got so freaked out again and I locked my bedroom door and I looked out the window and one of my mates lived across the road and had a really big dog and there was a there was basically like a park in between our houses a little mm-hmm. mini park Crossway Park in Dunleary and he lived on one side and I lived on the other and I looked out the window and I saw him in the park with the dog and I was like thank god so I called him and I was like look 
and I was waving from my window I was like here I am could you come over I'll throw out my key and you let yourself in so he was like grand and he came over I was like yes so this was daytime this is daytime yeah yeah middle of the day and he came in went around the house and he was like no there's nothing he like went to every room and then came upstairs and was like nothing and he had the big dog with him and everything and I always I'm just so impressed by people like you know this is going to sound absolutely so sexist in every way I'm sorry but I'm so glad that I'm like a woman sometimes because I'm like Dave you look at check what's there you know it's just like I'm See, not doing it Andrea makes me do that I'm the person yeah but I'm just like I would never get rid of the spider, or like even like my dad like whenever we've heard something and like so ballsy to go downstairs like I often think about if I heard noise downstairs I think about like just okay get into the wardrobe <laughs> lock the bedroom door like I'm just like I would never ever be able to face the potential of someone being downstairs. Yeah. So fair play to him for actually going to your house, having a look around. I'd be like, no, you're on your own, Jane. Sorry. Well, honestly, I was so freaked out. Like, and I don't get scared easily, but I was really freaked. Anyway, there was nothing there. I was like, that is so mad. That is so mad. So then a couple more weeks went by and um, like one of my housemates, she heard like loads of banging coming from under the stairs and then she'd go and check there'd be nothing oh, there freaky under the stairs like just things like that and uh, then it was when me and Andrea first started dating and one day we were it was like one Sunday morning or something and we were just watching something on Netflix and we had yeah. breakfast in bed lovely and then uh, we were in bed and like we weren't anywhere near each other in the bed <laughs> sorry we were right. romantic <laughs> <laughs> Sunday morning but like we were both just propped up sitting watching telly like yeah. and um she felt like a tug at the her baby hairs at the back of her neck. Gross. So she felt like a sharp tug, and she she was like, "What? What the fuck? And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Something just like I felt like my hair just got pulled." And I was, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, whatever." Like, and I kind of fobbed it off. And then later on, uh, I we were like getting ready, getting dressed, ready to go out. And then I was slagging her about it again. And I was like, oh, do you feel something took your hair again? Blah, blah, blah. And you got punched in the face by the and, ghost. No, and then with that, like, and I swear to God, like my back was to the wall. Like uh, there was no one behind me. And I felt a sharp tug on my baby hairs. Like right, like a, like to the point where yeah, like, sore, like, to the point where like my head almost went back, like, like oh a proper God. tug. And I was like, what the fuck? And then Andrea was like, see? And I was like, what the fuck? So anyway, all this weird shit happened. And then, um, we were having like a house meeting one day and I brought it up and I said, has anyone noticed something weird going on? Like weird stuff. And then one of my housemates, the one who's kind of was in tune with that stuff, she was like, oh yeah, no, there's a girl and she's on the... Oh my God, sorry, I shouldn't mention that before. No, she was like, oh yeah, no, there's a girl. And I was like, what? Was like, yeah, there's a girl on the landing. And I was like, excuse me? And she was so just like... Blase about it. Yeah, she was like, oh, no, it doesn't mean any harm. Like, but yeah, I got that vibe since I first, since we first moved in, like five years earlier. What? And she never mentioned it because she just wanted to freak anyone out, maybe. I don't know. She just, she'd be kind of blase about it. Like, she just doesn't, there's a girl on the landing. Like, all oh, right. Like, what? Yeah, it was freaky. Um, So when she said that, I was so freaked. I swear, I just could not sleep. I didn't sleep for days. I was just wide awake really freaked out and I remember so exhausted and um on my door um it's so mad and I actually I took a photo of it it's in my google photo somewhere on my door my door was painted white but over the course of a couple of days something was coming through the paint and it was getting like every day it was getting more and more easy to read until I eventually figured out and I could see very clearly that it said Roisin's room. I remember I saw it. And yeah, then we I moved out. Yeah. You saw it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw Roisin's room. Remember you showed me it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that was never there before. No. I spent, I was only there a few months, but I, I think like, usually there'd be someone else there in the house. It'd be rare that like, you'd be there by yourself at night and I don't know what the hell happened but this night everyone was out and I was in like as in I was going to bed alone so like everyone must have oh, been out and yeah, night out and I was absolutely terrified yeah. I didn't sleep a wink until I think you came home or someone else came home I was it was just a horrible vibe it's but I didn't get a, a we actually think that maybe this girl Roisin who was clearly <laughs> young just liked hanging out with the gals and then found out that we were moving out and there was a bit of stress and she just responded to that energy potentially don't leave me don't leave me guys um so then we had to do sage and stuff (laughs) 
Did you hear um, Sage? I didn't for when the girls did. But it was mad. Um, I have another story. Okay. This one comes from my lovely Auntie Julie, who, um, like, I've heard this story growing up, but I called her today to get make sure I had the details right. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's freaky. Um, basically, hold on. I, I, took a, I took a couple notes because I want to get it right. Um, so, years ago, yeah. when all her kids were young, um, they were on holidays in uh, Wexford or something or Waterford or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was her, my my uncle Liam, and then her kids, and they must have been staying in a hotel or or whatever. But they're all in the same room. Mm-hmm. And uh, while she was on holidays, her auntie May, so my my grand's sister, who would have been much older than my grandmother, um, she was very sick and she died while they were on holidays. Yeah. Um. So obviously Julie was a bit upset. Julie always got on really well with her because like my mum was the golden child, whereas Julie was a bit of a devil. And uh, like her Auntie May would always like let her off like she was a bit of a devil herself. So mm. they had a bit of a bond. Um, so, she, so she passed away. Um, but they're still on holidays and they were going to go to the wake and the funeral, obviously, whenever the next day. And um, in the middle of the night, uh, my... Uncle Liam, her husband, uh, got up to go to the bathroom and then came back, whatever, and she fell back to sleep, whatever. And then in the middle of the night, she woke up again and she saw this figure in front of her beside the bed and she said she'd never forget it, that she had like an almost skeletal face, completely mm-hmm. white, floating, uh, kind of like wispy white hair. And she said that Auntie May always had like almost blue hair, like a blue rinse. Um, and she was just couldn't recognize it. It was just, and she got so freaked out um, that she like, she almost like moved back in the bed to let in my uncle Liam thinking that it was him, but then looked up, <gasps> oh at, you know God. what I mean? And then bumped into him in the bed. And uh, she said she was so freaked out, so freaked out. Um, and then when she went to the funeral and saw her aunt in the coffin, um, it had been a couple of months since she'd, since she'd seen her and she'd obviously taken a turn. She lost a lot of weight and her hair was white and her face was skeletal. And it was the figure she saw by her bed. Wow, lovely, gorgeous. But she, think, she thinks, which I think is really lovely, she thinks that, um, or she said that she said it to my gran, like her mum. And she was like, oh yeah, that'd be May. She was probably just saying goodbye, which I think is actually quite nice. And I've heard a few stories about that, about um, people seeing things or having dreams about someone and not knowing they're dead. Actually, I I do have a story about that as well. This one's from Andrea, which I think is really lovely. So last year, uh, Andrea's stepdad passed away very, very suddenly, um, heart attack. And they, her mom only married him six months earlier. They were together Mm. years, but only got married six months earlier. We were at the wedding in Sicily and everything. Like horrendous situation. Mm. Oh my God, so sad. But um, a while ago, it was during lockdown, uh, Andrea's mum had a dream where her stepdad, who's also called Andrea, because Andrea's a boy's name in Italy. Mm. So there's Andrea Grande, Andrea Piccolo. (laughs) And Andrea Grande, um, he was saying to her mum, we need to get a divorce. And her mum was like, but we just got married. Why would we get a divorce? And he said, because I have to stay here and you have to stay there. So we can't be together. So we have to get a divorce. Oh my God. But I think maybe that was just a way of him saying, look, you, you I'm li- here and you're there. You have to let it go. Yeah. Or like go live your life or whatever. And Andrea as well. Um, the same night that her mum had that dream. Andrea has this thing. Andrea's a little bit psychic she always has been but she her granny used to tell her that when the dead are trying to communicate with you they pull your toes in your bed so she's had times where literally the sock would just come flying off her foot like <laughs> I'm imagining a really like animated like ding no she like would feel her whole sock just coming off yeah and um, that happened to her the same night that her mum had that dream yes. which is which is mad for me, any scary stuff that I mentioned at the beginning with my night terrors, it's definitely dream. I have extremely vivid dreams. I always have like pretty much like 
every night I'm having I have like really wild dreams very very vivid and would I just, you ever have it about dead people yeah 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 and I've I've had and as I said I've, I've woken up I've I taught you know Jay knows I talk in my sleep a lot Shush. um you've recorded me a few times I'm very my, my like I go to bed and I live a whole other life yeah. I feel like and I remember it um and definitely yeah dead people I've had chats with dead people in my sleep and it's really vivid it's Jane my dreams like because I'd always say to Dave next morning, like, this happened, this happened, this happened. But um, I know that everyone does that. But like, I, almost every night I'd have very few dreams. Not about dead people all the time, but definitely of certain things. Well, they men. say that like, if you have a really, really, really vivid dream and you're having a conversation with someone who had died, it's it's a visitation. There you go. I had a chat with my medium about that. And actually, I had a dream about my mum like years, years after. I'd never dreamt about her. Yeah. And I dreamt that we were just in a white room and she was just like, so tell me what's been going on. How's everything? Like, and it was so vivid. Wow. And like, they say, when you really feel like they're there with you. Yeah. That's more than likely a visitation. Wow. Which is beautiful. Um, Do you want to get your, yeah. your ever lovely boyfriend, Dave? Because yeah. Dave has a scary story that I am yet to hear. And I'm very excited about. Here's me holding the room again while Ro goes faffing around. Ro doesn't listen back to um episodes of the podcast, so regular listeners will know that whenever Ro has to like pop off and bring Frankie out or something I always talk smack about her talk smack how, how, how we do this with the oh my god uh, he can just use your mic yeah. hey Dave welcome Dave. to the room welcome to the room Dave welcome oh, to the medium just, corner Dave's yeah. shocked because we're sitting in absolute darkness wow you really are committing to this where am I going and what what, how, what mic's going to use Jane Um, I would say just use your mic because okay. yeah. over a chair Dave jeez Dave you haven't been on since Ask a Lad this is it feels very seancey in here. Yeah, that's what we're, we're trying to get. Uh, you might hear Frankie lapping up the floor in the background. Sound effects. Say hello. Hey guys, how y'all getting on? Hi Dave, welcome to the room. Oh, she's all very breathy there. Very go on, get your Vincent heavy Price, my, heavy your Vincent Price uh, okay, voice go going. Tell us your scary story. Oh, my scary story. So the first part of this scary story actually uh, is kind of weird because uh, Roshan was looking for some scary stories and I was like I've oh, got I've got a great one about my sister and I was I was going for a wee today I do all my great thinking in the toilet who doesn't uh, and I was like do you know what I'm going to ring Sarah for a bit more detail and as I came out of the toilet she was ringing me and oh, it wouldn't be often it wouldn't be often no, that you'd ring each other during the day uh, I'd say I wouldn't. I wouldn't say we call each other even once a month. Mad. Uh, so that's pretty. That's we're off to a kind of a freaky start there. That's cool though. Anyway, so my sister, uh, uh, when she went to college, went was in Glasgow, and uh, she was staying in these in this kind of high rise apartment type place in Glasgow, and uh, kind of a student dorm type thing. Frankie's going to start barking. Um, student dorm. Uh, you know, yeah, probably like probably old, like and old and shabby, probably yeah. yeah. And there's like seven of them in the dorm, and uh, so there was a bit of a leak in her roof, and it was leaking onto her pillow, uh, and so she's like, "I'm not sleeping there." So she got she moved the mattress down uh, onto the floor, uh, and it was in the middle of the day, and she went for a sleep. Life of a student. Yeah. Life of a student. And it was, she went for a sleep. And then all of a sudden, she's fast asleep. And she hears somebody calling her name. Okay. That's Frankie. Sound effects from Frankie. Jesus, my nerves. She she hears someone calling her name three times. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. So she, she gets up, it's pitch black. So she must have slept through to the night. And as she opens the door to see who it is, Frankie. Well, he's actually freaking me out now. As she opens the door to see who it is, the roof collapses, and a block lands on the pillow, on her makeshift bed on the ground. Oh my god! And uh, so somebody. So and so and so so no, there was nobody at the door. What was the leak about then? That was just, it was... It was about to fall through, wasn't it? was it? about to fall through. 
She oh heard someone God. call her name. She gets up, opens the door. Nobody's there. And, and then and then the roof fold caves in on. So someone was trying to warn her. Yeah. Wow. And so whenever, not that we, you know, talk about God and all that kind of stuff and all that kind of stuff. Uh, she's the one person that can be like, well, what do you think? Ha-? Like she, like, she wouldn't be like. If you're having debates about what exists. Yeah, she wouldn't be like religious can whatever. i just say but she was like she's always like she always people just connect spirits to religion isn't it well here's the thing like people are always like i don't believe in god or anything i don't believe in god but i separate spirituality from religion for sure That's true yeah religion is man-made yeah um what about um that is wow yeah it's kind of it's, okay, it's pretty freaky and she's That's... not like my, my sister is not like uh she does not make up stories she's like can I say something else as well it's something that I said to my auntie today when we're having a chat isn't it funny that whenever we have an experience like this you have the initial feeling of it that was like oh my god that was amazing and then over the next couple hours and days you talk yourself out of it or you say oh no you have to caveat it with she wouldn't have made it up she wouldn't have why can't we just accept the experience and just be like that was amazing there's a lot of shysters out there no but if it's your own experience You know what I mean? What about the time you saw the woman? Okay, yeah, that was. Well, this is. Because what were you talking about? One of these night terror things. I'm, I'm a type of person who's like, night terrors. What are people on about? They Hold on a second. I was just explaining to Jane how I get night terrors regularly. So you've seen them in action. I don't know what you get. You're kind of. I don't know what you like. I don't know. I think you're just having. I don't know what's happening. Well, hold on. Explain to Jane what I do. Uh, usually you kind of bolt up in the bed <laughs> and you're kind of I've witnessed it before by and the way and I scream S- Dave, 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 Dave. speaking some kind of gibberish <laughs> I've seen yeah, that yeah yeah kind of like Dave, Dave, Dave. Uh, uh, and I'm like so, and then I just kind of grab you and, and uh, yeah tell you it's also okay. but I've also ran down the hall if you're in the sitting room yeah you've kind of I'm freaky I'm weird yeah sleepwalking weird um, so, but, but, well so, my I, yeah I'll talk about more about yeah, what I was told about night terrors. But anyway, my experience with them was um, didn't believe them, didn't like heard stories about it. And I was like, no way. So anyway, went to my uh, grandmother's house in Kildare. Uh, my grandmother is no longer there. She died uh, many years ago. Uh, it was my auntie's house. And I was up stairs in one of the bedrooms, sleeping in one of the just sleeping in one of the double beds that I would have slept in as a child um, on summer holidays and all the rest and go to sleep. So in my dream, I open my eyes and I'm kind of, I'm very like, almost like as if I'm lying in a coffin. So very like, Oh, that's my biggest fear. No, no, but I think I probably was, I was, it's, it's like a big old house. So it would have been cold. So it's one of those times where you get into bed and there's a million wool blankets on the bed, but oh, yeah. like you're just heavy wool blankets, heavy wool blankets. So you're you're very you're, you are lying quite stiff. I'm getting shivers on my spine. Don't worry, <laughs> oh now. gosh. Um, and this house would be like really old, 150 years old, old farmhouse. Isn't it? Yeah, old farmhouse. Freak. Oh god. Oh god. I can't even. I'm getting shivers. I swear to God. Are you? Uh, yeah. Gosh. And um, what I was gonna say. So open my eyes kind of slowly the room is really dark and I look over and at the middle of the room beside the big massive wardrobe big old like wooden wardrobe wooden wardrobe like from probably about 150 years old as well is uh, I guess a girl like in a communion type dress <gasps> of course of course in a communion type dress what else she be Hannah was not, a row no, in no, Halloween <laughs> 2007 maybe yeah. a communion type slash maybe like a, a white 90. 90 yeah yeah and she's just sitting there standing there looking at me were you was it sleep paralysis were you paralysed yeah that's the one that's the one yeah, sorry sleep paralysis. That, yeah yeah so not night paralysis which I, which I ne- yeah which I never believed in I've never gotten yeah Oh, have you uh, never gotten sleep No, and I've heard so much about it. I, I like, have a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, mad. And you feel like something's sitting on your chest. Yeah. They actually think it accounts for a lot of the reports of um, alien abductions. Right. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, and then she's staring, she's, she's kind of just looking at me and then all of a sudden, in a split second, she just like, she doesn't run over to me. She oh. like, she like hovers over to me, but it's like, 
unbelievably fast Ugh. and right up to my face and that's when I bolt awake and the room looks the same everyone about you know what I mean freaky so did you sleep the rest of the so night so just, just when I opened my eyes she wasn't there everything else was exactly the <clears> same <throat> when was this again this is about four years ago did you tell I remember you told me at the time did you tell anyone else who was in the house that night um, find out sus about the house no did you not ever mention it to your auntie or oh, what kind of want to be like Hey, Auntie, Your house is who, you know, lives here, lives in the countryside by herself. Well, the thing about sleep paralysis is, is, is that that's what happens. So your mind's almost awake, but your body's still asleep. Yeah. So you do, your eyes are open, you're seeing the room, but you're also kind of the part of it that's kind of half asleep making up things. So a lot of people like, um, see like spiders above their bed. I remember I had one where I was in bed and I was just staring up at my ceiling and this big black shadowy, have you ever seen The Frighteners? No. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Peter yeah, I have movie. seen that. I have seen that. Well, there's a big like cloaked ghost thing that came oh. right up over my bed. Ah, oh, it's fucking horrendous. Mm. I'll never forget a, a friend of mine, she used to get it where a woman would pin her down and try to kiss her. <laughs> Which I always, always... I have those dreams all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Dave tell me this one about the key they alluded uh, to a key story yeah, oh, so this is the no you have to tell this you have to tell this quickly because this is oh, a long it, one it's hard to tell all I can say is that it's not scary but it's supernatural it's beyond it's 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 just impossible okay right. I, I want to know I want to okay. know okay so Myself, right, right into the mic there, Dave. Right, myself and my friend are living in uh, London and um, we're kind of having these arguments with the landlords of the house and, oh sorry, can I start again? Yeah. Right, <laughs> let me start again. Myself and my friend are in London uh, living in a party house. We're staying in the same room. We come back from a night out and there's a house party, a small house party going on in the house. And myself and my friend start talking to these two girls. Bitches, fucking bitches. This is, this is, this is pre-row. And I uh, start talking to these two girls. And so my friend, uh, you know, decides to call it a night. So he goes off to our room. And You and the two moths? So me and t- two girls you chatting stayed, away. You stay chatting. You fucking And eventually I just say, I you know. I could tell some stories about you, Rose, at any stage. And then I, you know. I, I decide to go to bed myself. Okay. On your time. By yourself. So, yeah, by myself. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going off to bed. Good luck. Good night. So, uh, going up into my, myself and my friend are sharing a room. And uh, we wake up the next morning and we can't, we're on, we can't get out of the room. We've been locked into the room. And I kind of, okay, I was kind of paranoid, and I kind of I thought that our landlord had done it on purpose so that we would break down the room, uh, break down the door, and forfeit our deposit. Oh, interesting. Because we we're having issues with them at, at that time, so I'm really stubborn, and so I wouldn't. Rather than call a locksmith or break the door down, I we proceeded to shimmy out the window into the next bedroom, even though this is like three stories up and there's a basement as well so if we had to fall which we would have done could have done very easily would have four yeah we four yeah. stories anyway stupid um anyway I'm doing this for like three or four days hold on wait you instead of yeah. opening the door you, you decide the best option is to shimmy and risk your life in and out of the room for yeah. days yeah okay that would not have happened on my watch no I really sorted you out didn't I right you do stupid things when you're a kid um, he, was a, he wasn't a kid, Jane. He was, what, in your 20s? About 21, yeah. 21, row. <laughs> anyway, so, like, three or four days later, we go to the local pub. More girls, no doubt. Well, now, come on. And uh, go to the local pub, and we're in the pub, and we see the two girls. And we're like, hey, how you getting on, blah, blah, blah think nothing of it we'd never seen these girls before the party and so a second time ever was to lock, lock eyes on them was that night anyway see them in the pub oh, I get on grand whatever see it good luck bye bye and uh, I don't know an hour goes past and I'm walking past the girl and I'm like this is going to sound weird this is going to sound really weird 
But by any chance, you didn't see, see what happened to a key at the party or someone messed at the door. And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, fair enough. And then, I don't know, maybe another hour goes past. I walk past her again. Or she walked, like, I can't remember what happened. I said, are you sure? Like, are you sure now? And she's like, absolutely not. Didn't go near it. And then it's closing time. And every, the, the, like they're closing out the pub, whatever. Everyone's clearing out. And the same girl comes up to me and she goes, I'm sorry, I took your key, but it's in my friend's bag. And my friend's, but my friend's bag has been stolen. What? Yeah. So we're looking around. So what? she locked what? you in and took the key. Yeah. Uh, psycho. They, why do they do that? Because they're just having the crack, like, and then they were like, like oh, why, shit, why do people thing. like why do people like throw traffic cones into rivers because they thought they were getting their hole and then they no, went no, they weren't. The, no it was just like having the crack let's lock okay. them in anyway um, so annoyed <laughs> so girl A who I was talking to three different times she says yeah it's in girl B's yeah. bag and uh, it's, it's, she can't find it so we're like looking around the, in the venue can't so find, it can't got stolen that night sorry we, we sorry we didn't know where the bag was she couldn't find the bag but, but just that night she had that, it in her bag up until yeah, that night until that night okay which was yeah. a couple of days later whatever. yeah and anyway we give up hope so we're walking home through a park and we see a bag on the ground and we run over like being like oh my god it's gonna be the bag but kind of also knowing that she did tell us it was a black bag okay and this bag is a white bag and it's, it's burst open okay it's clear like it's clear that someone that we're like now putting two and two together and it's clear that somebody had was robbing bags and was reefing stuff out of them so we walk home we get to our we're walking up our doorsteps our, our what's it called up the steps to our door. Your stoop. <laughs> your stoop. Yeah. Up our stoop. And one of us sees across the road. I can't remember which colour it was. Black or white. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. The black bag. Okay. And we're like, there's no way. So we run over. The bag is bursted open. There's nothing. And everything's everywhere. And the only thing that's left is a key to our room. No way. There's so many. I just don't understand. This is days after the party. This is days after the party. These there's girls, so many layers. There's so many layers. These girls. Never, ha- never ha- saw them twice. These girls lives. happen to be in the same bar that you're in with the bag shed that night with your room key. That gets stolen and it just so happens the robber drops the bag, burst open outside your house. Yeah. There is so many. What? Why did it need to be locked in the first place? What? What what were you trying to, like what someone was, was trying key, to teach you something? A, it was just a key in the door. Well I well I, I can understand oh I can understand Why did you have a key on the outside to your Jane, room at a party? Jane I mean it's just a key in a door. On, yeah, on the outside. Not, that is that's, not the weirdest part of this story, that's, Jane. <laughs> what's weird is the weirdest thing for me is the so the the robber dude, let's just assume it's a guy, uh Robs the bag in the pub and he could turn right, he could turn left, he could turn anywhere. And even if he decides to go past our house, he chooses to drop it outside our house. I mean, if he walks 10 yards further than our... You wouldn't have seen it. You wouldn't have seen it. And the chance of the girls being in the same bar as you that night is very slim. And that it was that their bag was robbed off them. And the robber will put it outside. What the? F- I don't know. This is just freaky, bizarre. The fact they even did that. The fact they even locked you in and stole the key. And it was. Is it was. Weird. It, it was. And I, I know that they, like, did that prank or silly drunk twenty-year-old person thing to do. But they were like they were grand girls. Like they were. They weren't annoying. They weren't like you weren't. Yeah, you know, weren't it wasn't as if like. Wasn't as if we were like. Yeah, like who were these headwalls? It was just like gas, gas like no big deal. Mad. Well, there you go, lads. Well, thank you, Dave. For not one but three stories. That's it now. Thanks, Dave. Well done.
Bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. Thanks, Dave. I mean, we have one or two from uh, our messages. We've been on for very long, but Jane. I think. Uh, keep going. Keep going. I've okay. I have one more. I have one more. I've got one more. We got uh, so we asked people for their ghost stories on our Instagram stories, and we got a good one. Bear with me. It's a short one as well, but it's it's freaky deaky. So. When I so this is from Kaylee. When I was maybe four or five, we went on a family holiday to Dingle. As we drove around, I told my dad I recognized the place. I knew this house and that door and so on. My dad tried to explain that I'd never been in this place and I got more and more frustrated until I screamed, I was here before when I was an old man. Oh my God. I just automatically came out with that without thinking. Yeah. As a child. Wow. Yeah, spooky. Spooky. Okay, well, I mean, I feel sufficiently terrified. Sufficiently terrified. I'm loving, okay, I have to say, the ghost ones are, are great, but if you have any freaky, just like odd, co- I love an odd coincidence. Yeah, I love shit like that. So if you have any odd coincidences, please send them to us and we'll share them because I love that shit. We just like, I can't get my head around that one. I know. I feel like I've got a few of them. I'll save them. Yeah. I have a few odd coincidences. Yeah, I feel like I do as well. I can't. Tash them out now in my yeah, head. I can't trash them but right I now. definitely know I'm like, how did Oh well, I do have the one. Remember I, I think I told you this, but when Andrea was when we moved into our house in Dunleary, mm. I think I said it on Shy Talk. Not in Dunleary, sorry, moved out of my house in Dunleary. Oh, you did couldn't say find it on anywhere yeah. to live. I'll say it here. Couldn't find anywhere to live. Really freaked out. Literally, I was onto my last week. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I've got it's me and a cat and <laughs> me and a cat against the world. Yeah, and I, I really was. Free- I was like, I don't know where I'm gonna live. I was really freaking out. It was really in the height of you couldn't even get a viewing in places. Mm-hmm. And I, I went. I finally got a viewing. I'd say I must have contacted at least fucking fifty houses or something. Yeah. Um. Finally got one viewing. Next day, I called the landlord to see if I got it. They said, Oh, look, sorry, but um. We've actually given it to a couple of lads. And I was like, oh God, this is like, what the fuck? And then she said, but actually I do have a house in Dublin 8 as well that I was going to put on the market in a couple of weeks. Um, But like, you were lovely. So if you wanted it, it's just like a one bedroom house. Mm. And then I was mm. like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to call Andrea and see if she has any interest in moving in with me. Because we would have eventually, like yeah. maybe a couple of months on. And um, Andrea said yes. But what's freaky is that morning she was drawing pictures with the kids. She's a teacher. She was drawing pictures with the kids. And we met up that night and she showed me the picture she drew that morning. Before she'd seen the house or anything. She didn't see the house for like another week. Um, And it was a picture of a little red brick house with a garden beside it and a tree. And me and her and Lola standing outside. Meant to be. Like we still have that picture and I should like it's mad. Like she showed that to me before neither of us had either of us have ever seen the house. So cute, mad. So there you go. I definitely have. I there's some there's something bubbling in my head, but I can't. I need to think about it. If I think of one, I'll do a stories on it. Yeah, do, do. I definitely am like there's loads of things that I've been like that was so weird. Yeah. Or do you ever hear? And this has never happened to me. I don't have any connection to particular number patterns or anything. But do you ever hear of people? Eleven, eleven, like what? Eleven, eleven. Yeah. Well, Jesus, that always. Do you know something weird that I can do as well? And it's it's around the sleeping thing as well. If I tell myself to wake up at eleven, eleven, I'll wake up at eleven, eleven. Yeah. Or. 3 a.m. Like yeah. on the dot. I could say, wake up at 3. Yeah. It's weird. I do that. But also, do you? It's so weird. Well, when you know that you have to get up early the next day, you wake up naturally at that time. Yeah, but the exact time? Uh, like, yeah. I could wake up, I could say, God, it's mad I woke up at 1 o'clock last night, and then I could say, I bet it'll happen again tonight, and I will wake up. You know, anyway, weird stuff like that. But, do you ever hear about people who just have these weird, like, consistent numbers popping up in their lives? Like, fucking well, Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z have, what Oh, is number it? four. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a... Uh, Laurelyn Jackson do you know remember that podcast I told you to listen to Chelsea Handler yes yeah very good well do you know it's mad so um, basically there's this famous medium called Laurelyn Jackson and, and she has a, a book called Signs and she basically just talks about different stories of her clients mm. where she her she's like ask for signs yeah, and the universe will give them to you um, and I had a moment it was around Christmas time and I was really upset because my brothers have never come home for Christmas and it's usually just me and my dad and obviously my mum died and it's always sad and I had a moment before I went out to Bray where I was like okay mum if you're around show me oranges not just one orange loads of oranges <clears throat> and uh, 
I on Christmas morning on my uh, mantelpiece there was a big painting of loads of oranges in a bowl and I was like what and I was like dad where did this come from and he's like I found that buried away somewhere in the kitchen I thought it looked nice there no way yeah yeah don't say that you didn't tell me that one I knew because we'd been talking a lot about that episode and I was like I want to think of a sign I think I was like uh, noodles loads of noodles oh yeah 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 or something Um, Um, but yeah there you go wow there you go Anyway, look, we've been shiting on there, but I feel great. I feel very much in the Halloween spirit. So do I. The, yeah. the ambience helps, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It does. Um, please tell us if you have any more ghost stories. Ghost or just freaky coincidences? Or just freaky coincidences. Or, just freaky or even things. nice things like that. Yeah, of, you doesn't know. have to be negative. Um, love it. Yeah. Love it. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Ooh. Be safe. <laughs> Bye. Bye.